Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week my co-host, Darielle Archer, or I feature teachers, healers, visionaries, and other notables in their field from Mystical Magical Sedona, Arizona. Sedona Spotlight is here to shine its light on you, so anyone, anywhere, or anytime can experience the amazing energies emanating from the sacred red rocks of Sedona, Arizona. You can lighten up live from Seattle, Washington, and vicinity every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. on the dial, or listen live online from anywhere in the world you may happen to be at 12.30 p.m. U.S. time by clicking the Listen Live link at SedonaSpotlight.com. Well, today I'm absolutely delighted to have uh, a guest who I met here in Sedona, and it's really kind of a funny story because everyone said I I need to connect with this lovely woman called Sandra Walker, and <laughs> and we ran into each other in a sauna. <laughs> so it was really <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, it's like if you're meant if you're meant to meet somebody in Sedona, you do meet them. So um, delighted to have her here. Um, it would take me the entire show to kind of give you her bio, uh, but she has been a way shower um, and especially um, in in the path of ascension and ascension is something that people kind of like well what does it mean or it means a lot of different things to different people but i think the lens that um that sandra you know points people through uh is is really um powerful for and enlightening for everybody to kind of hear hear about so sandra do you want to give us a quick um snapshot um about how what led you on this path and you know where ascension in particular became something that um you become such a way shower for yeah blessings sister blessings everyone it's just lovely to connect here uh, ascension started presenting in 1999 so like many of you the things happen along your journey and suddenly uh gifts are turned on and skills are turned on for me it was clairaudience and claircognizance now i had always had some level of contact and my third eye was was pretty open but in 1999 i just kind of got flipped on and the messages started coming in like every day and the messages continued now this is my higher levels right i don't talk to you know other different guides it was just part of me that was uh starting to open up that channel or that conduit and the messages every day were talking about this period of time that was coming where there was going to be a massive shift in consciousness now even though that's been talked about for thousands of years and then science started keeping up with all the massive changes happening in our galaxy and our local star system and the planet itself there was still a a lilt in the conversation toward a focus on consciousness itself and i found it very fascinating but they got very predictive so when things started to happen like 9 11 etc that they had talked about two years earlier they had my attention yeah okay yeah all of a sudden it was like okay if this is going to unfold uh the way that they're saying um it's going to get very interesting and for me on a spiritual journey which has always been very entangled with creativity and expression um as somebody who woke up suddenly in in chicago you know can be a a very radically different experience from what's happening in the external 
but I followed it and I continued to expand and I learned how to meditate and open my my conduit even further and it's kind of rolled into um these longer direct uh messages and articles and courses and everything about specifically the ascension process which oh. is a beautiful experience and just to give everyone just like an overview because ascension you know that term gets thrown around a lot and because yeah. it has a, because it has a lot of religious imprints associated with it they're like what do you think you're gonna like fly up into heaven or disappear or whatever <laughs> it has nothing to do with well this. it seems like a lot of these denominations have a different version of it and just <laughs> using different words and there again too how literally are you going to take that mm -hmm. that in the context of just mass consciousness itself um it, it's i think no matter where you what whatever your approach is um you can see maybe parallels um that more importantly you know what's the best way to guide yourself through whatever is happening everyone knows some big change is happening and or we just can't keep going the way we are so um i think i i i love the the terms in which you put it in so um, i'd love to, to to hear hear how you say it well, that journey of ascension or an actual process that would change the way you interpret reality and interpret frequency that would actually provide a different experience of being in a body on a planet during this time. And even though for thousands of years, all these ancient texts were talking about this and it seemed somewhat abstract or it was attached to kind of a one-off master um, kind of, you know, hitting the ascension window and being capable of carrying that frequency or expressing a different version of of humanity, a different version yeah. of what it means to be a human. Yeah. All of a sudden, you come to this ascension window where all the cosmic factors are aligned that was predicted for all this time. And then something brand new starts to happen. The DNA awakens, the consciousness fields awaken, the heart center starts operating in a different way. And through this ascension process, suddenly you're able to attain states of what used to be called enlightenment, which is merely dropping the veils, dropping all of the past, all the stories, and really getting to the core essence of you standing as a as a creator being as an essence of the creator in the purest way that you can it's not about perfection it's about divine perfection which is simply the proper use of life force that's expansive and infinite possibility and freedom comes flowing into your life and suddenly you start seeing the miraculous happening all around you because you have changed the core mechanism for how you view the world or what you emanate into yeah. the field that is then reflected back to you of course right yeah well and it's one of those things too that um essentially it's not like going up you know it's 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 more of an, an unfolding and, and an opening and and that can be very different for for different people and different beliefs too but it is is feeling more of a connection to something that's greater around us um, and feeling more of a part of it than that whole separation, which has caused so much of the conflict anyway. So it makes sense in a sense that um, in the process of ascension is where you're, you're, you're feeling more connection too. 
Yeah, it's multidimensionality. You know, we're not yeah. just one thing. We were never one thing. But as the veils come down and all the magnetics change on the planet to what the magnetics are, the veils. So as all those veils diminish, suddenly there's more information. There's more of your true self, but there's also all of these other realms of consciousness that we have access to. And rather than thinking or feeling that they're up there, out there, suddenly your access straight through the heart center starts to open up and you get into this natural organic ascension process that allows you to interpret through crystalline structures that are being built within us right now and through changes in the DNA and your own commands you know you do have to parent yourself through this entire yeah, process your, your intentions yeah yeah but suddenly you're able to interpret information and realities in a very different way and i have to say probably one of the most remarkable things is the way that it changes your perspective even your perspective on source god infinite creator whatever you want to call it having this massive ex beautiful creative experience your whole perspective changes so suddenly you start seeing unity in everything rather than separation which is again yeah. a side effect of the cosmic rays but if you're going to be in a body on a planet during the shift in consciousness you might as well make the most of it right <laughs> yeah it's kind of like an insurance policy but you know it really does get back to love love and kindness um and uh, you know anything that's that's heart-centered is where you are the most expansive and then that's where you do find your your connection with source whatever that is to you um you know whatever that looks like or whatever language you use for it you know when you're in that space when you feel you know that a, a, a part of the love that's around you that's that's available um that when you're distracted or when you're in fear or when you're in conflict you, you, there's just no space for that so when you start to drop in and there's kind of a trust in, in that too but you know it's that quietness um where the expansiveness starts to, to happen and you start to become more aware of you know the unseen and how it makes you feel and it actually is very physical aren't there some some interesting things that even the medical world is finding about our bodies are definitely some of the dna is definitely changing well, even like the Ascension Collective, you know, people who have been working on it for decades, remarkable things start to happen that can't even be explained with a traditional yeah. uh, medical um, framework. You know, all of a sudden your skin starts sparkling and things start happening and you have access and your third eye opens and you're starting to feel that there's this beautiful intimacy with Gaia, sun, and like all that is where all of a sudden you hit that organic resonance that gives you a, a completely different reality, but it does become very physical, which is the whole challenge of <laughs> this ascension process is that, oh, we decided we were going to go through the ascension of a planetary consciousness into a spiritual sun in the body and we were going to transform the body along the way so that she still has inhabitants at the end of this thing right yeah it's and you can't be in conflict or fear or <laughs> and so yeah. it literally not yeah. resonant with that you kind of and i think that's why it's important you know this, this is an important subject to talk about because 
if that's kind of where things are going and it's like it's either kicking or screaming or i mean you kind of can't be a square peg in this round hole um mm -hmm. and that's where um do you have any recommendations on how to you know attune and navigate kind of from a peace and ease and grace in your life because it's amazing when you start taking that approach it does unfold for you in that way because you get more of what you're you know, where your tension is. And boy, is everyone trying to grab us and put all of our tension on the things that are not resonant and are not coherent right now. So it really takes a practice and a, um, like you say, um, a big intention to be able to cut through the crap and to really see where we do have the potential to go. Well, and it's about empowerment too, because yes. the you have the whole ascension process begins with a choice, and when you make that choice, okay, this is the incarnation where I'm going to get the most bang for my buck, and I'm <laughs> really going to go for it, and I'm going to dedicate myself to getting rid of dualistic properties in my thoughts, and my feelings, and my actions, and my words, and I'm really going to lean in to love as a dominant frequency in my life and see what happens and the beautiful thing is now that we have all of these examples this is widespread of all of these people who have embraced that as their primary focus for their incarnation for their consciousness and because love is such a love light intelligence you know it's an actual frequency you know and the more that you amplify that frequency within your life stream, you start to notice the quantum effect. And pure quantum physics, higher vibration, yep. which would be love light, literally shakes apart the dualistic kind of pendulum effect of swinging back and forth between good and bad and right and wrong and everything. All of a sudden that comes to stillness and the frequency, frequency starts taking away all of them it, you'll notice like the the frequencies of fear or little thought forms or things getting triggered or whatever it fades so quickly the more that you focus on love and pure intention and all the mastery qualities of compassion and patience and divine neutrality and those uh, particular qualities you know there are definitely a whole bunch of practices um, that you can do to uh, to employ those in your life stream. Yeah. But basic is making a choice, starting to meditate, starting to clear out the duality from your life stream, you know, clearing out the fears, doing all the emotional clearing and everything. That's foundational, right? Yeah. It has to be built on love or the structure will fall at some point. So if you want to get on the path of a, an organic ascension <laughs> process, you start there and then yeah. you start building step by step. But we have to realize that the process goes very quickly right now. We are in a rapid acceleration of all these frequencies and everyone has noticed how fast time goes. You know, time, yeah. con time linear time constructs are just yeah. dissolving as a natural side effect of the veils coming down. But yeah, in your instead own, of, are we there yet? It's like, we're already here. <laughs> yeah, just flying by, right? Like just, it. it's very difficult to uh, kind of land on linear time um, often, you know, that that's just one of the challenges. But you're going to notice that by embracing those higher qualities, all of a sudden, the body starts doing this natural thing where you start emanating 
the crystalline Christ unity consciousness. It's all the same thing. And that starts changing not only your perception, but you start going into these fields of oneness that make everything so beautiful, good, bad, ugly, doesn't matter. Everything is just perceived through this lens of this divinity. And it if there's so much ease and grace in our lives, in our relationships, that you will just forget completely about how you used to create so much duality in your life stream that was so unnecessary. Well, and it, it goes back into um, you, what the more work you do, you know, you go into yourself. And if you start changing that, it starts to change in the outer world. It does. And you take action on what needs to be said or taken care of, you know, in the external as you go along. All of our relationships change. It is what it is. But they but they all change for the better. You know, sometimes uh, there's a little separation or a little judgment. If you're able to kind of maintain your patience with uh, other people's reaction to your journey, it does pay off. <laughs> I have to say, I'm a, I am witness to that. Um, it does it does change, but the vibration of love itself becomes something brand new. This is the most beautiful thing. Like I said, it was there's a very intimate relationship that happens, but all of a sudden the level of trust and flow and ease and appreciation and gratitude, they become so overwhelming in our life streams that it it washes away even the possibility of creating distortion anymore. So if we're following a path of divine perfection, right, proper use of life force, where you really want to feel source, infinite creator, the divine, even if if you want to call it your divine self, even if you just want to feel that, you will notice that that frequency continues to expand. That's the thing that um, is so powerful right now, is that the more of that presence that you can embody, the more it opens up, you know, the heart just opens wide and you start noticing little miracles happening, a lot of synchronicity, a lot of like things getting yeah. taken care of and you didn't even have to think about it. You know, it's it's quite beautiful <laughs> just as an experience of of walking through yeah. your day life. You know, it's so applicable. It's beautiful. Yeah. And and while we're still human, there are still things that are going to trip you up, but it's so much easier once you start these practices to get, you know, to get back. So instead of being like derailed for, you know, gosh, some people it could be years, um, but it's, it's a lot faster to kind of bring yourself back to that center. And, you know, you can start seeing around you when you start kind of feeling more incoherent that it's kind of like that Murphy law effect, you know, it's, there, there's a reason for a lot of these, you know, kind of statements or whatnot. They're just all reflections on that. And so mm -hmm. it's a lot easier, as I say, the more you start going into that space, it be does become more natural. And then a lot of the things that used to trip you up, you don't really even see them as much as being tripped up as, as an experience you're just walking through. Yeah, you're able to witness things uh, with a lot yeah. more 
non-judgment. You know, I teach divine neutrality, which is probably one of the strongest tools in the Ascension toolbox, especially for these times, because there's so much trying to grab at your attention or rapid narrative shifts, you know, all of that. And when, when you kind of get into the state of unity consciousness, there's so much divine neutrality about everything that's going on because you know the end game is inevitable like the planetary trajectory the trajectory of ascension is already a done deal right since 2012 it's we're already on that path that's why all the predictions were about um that year in particular was just like a a turning point whether we were going to go for a primary ascension timeline or not and sure enough now uh we are on that trajectory and the things that happen and the systems that crumble and the things that are revealed you know that's just part of the process so you do have like a a bit of a higher perspective on everything that's happening but the other thing is you know divine neutrality allows your heart to interpret information in a different way and the i have to say you know as somebody who's been uh a contact and a conduit or channel for for so long like the the multitudes of beings and presence and different forms of consciousness that we have access to now that are so uh, aligned in that unity vibration right that there's there's literally just no separation there so we get this clarity with messages and how-to information and yeah and uh, how things are going to unfold you know they get very specific sometimes but i also notice like that that can be helpful but in the personal journey there's just so much more ease and grace and then a genuine desire to create more unity yeah. there's this spark you know we call it that in crystalline dna it's strand or field nine where suddenly you can't create distortion any longer that impulse is gone and with unity consciousness it starts to pull you into that higher vibration right there's always that quantum pull pulling up the lower Mm -hmm. vibration that gets you even closer right to that divine intelligence and you'll notice that which i feel is why we have so much artwork of people like you know, with their arms back and their heart wide open, floating up yeah. into heaven, because that's exactly how it feels. I mean, it's yeah, quite incredible. Yeah. You know, just the the lifting sensation of like these frequencies just pulling you, and it doesn't mean you're going to disappear. All of that is just kind of washed away now. Now we we kind of can comprehend uh, what's actually going on here and know that our experience now sets a precedent for generations after us so we're all kind of doing our our task along the way of all right this is the era where we anchor the crystalline structures and the crystalline dna and new forms of consciousness so that gaia can give us more of her higher self right that ascended planetary platform that already exists and as we get kind of pulled up into that just by merely matching the vibration this beautiful desire for more unity more creativity more freedom comes into our awareness washes away the identity which is kind of an interesting phase that a lot of people are going through right now because it it uh it's not they're just change, they're changing a lot they're not they're not yeah. they're not exactly sure why 
and and I think that's where um, and it's so experiential, you know, when you're talking about when you kind of have those feelings of connection and and that's where the compassion for people that haven't had the opportunity to have that connection or that circumstances or, you know, they're in the middle of, you know, a war zone. Um, it's the it's like what we can kind of feel and think in our hearts can um, is helping them, you know, the ones that aren't don't have the ability to do it if there's enough of us that you know that can find that and can open that door and can start leading leaning towards that um that type of a consciousness um instead of as i say more of the separate you know kind of fear-based you know competition it will help it'll help rise all ships yeah and once you fully realize unity consciousness you're like okay so everything that i do right i have a responsibility now i attained yeah. a certain certain level of unity consciousness and i will continue to work on that but now i have a responsibility because yeah. the, the people carrying that higher vibration will Not automatically yeah. lift lift and raise everyone which is why service to the whole becomes an important part of the ascension process right and you're like in yeah. the beginning it might be all about you and then all of a sudden the veils go away you're like mm, this is about all of us okay what can i do yeah yeah well i was going to ask you for your final thought because we're running out of time and i think that was a really good thing to leave it on yeah. um, so how can people contact you if uh if this resonates with them in this type of a perspective yeah my services my courses the unity meditations that we do every sunday everything is housed at ascensionpathpath.com and i have a free weekly newsletter and free meditations and everything to get everyone started so go and sign up and i will shower you with gifts <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much sandra and uh, you can also find sandra's links um on sedonaspotlight.com along with other great resources to help uplift mind, body, and spirit, and also the latest on our efforts to get clean water to the Hopi and the Navajo. So SedonaSpotlight.com, check it out. Well, as I say, thank you so much for joining us and, you know, giving us um, uh, a really uh, a profound perspective to kind of see all, make sense of what's going on in the world right now and what we can do to help make it a better place. Wonderful. Thank you, sister. It's been a pleasure. You too. And thanks to all of our listening listeners for tuning in and turning up the lights because we can all be spotlights helping to create a brighter world and a better future for everyone anywhere and anytime. So shine on everybody and have a truly magical day.